to Six Cool Stories. My name is Jenna Levine Liu, and I am the founder of Six Cool Moms, a national social network for fun moms. In my line of work, I meet a lot of very interesting people with a breadth of knowledge and experiences. So I decided, why not ask them to be on this podcast and find real people with real cool stories? I hope that you enjoy my friends as much as I have enjoyed introducing you to them. Welcome to Six Cool Stories. My name is Jenna Levine Liu, and I am the founder of Six Cool Moms, a national social network for fun moms. In my line of work, I meet a lot of very interesting people with a breadth of knowledge and experiences. So I decided, why not ask them to be on this podcast and find real people with real cool stories? I hope that you enjoy my friends as much as I have enjoyed introducing you to them. Oh, like the intro already happened? Oh, <laughs> great, great. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Six Cool Moms. As always, I'm your host, Jenna Levine Liu, the founder of... Wait, I messed up. Yeah, I did. I'll do it again. Hi. Well, we're live. It doesn't really matter. Welcome back. <laughs> I'm Jenna Levine Liu, the founder of Six Cool Moms, a national social network for fun moms. And you are listening to Six Cool Stories, where I interview very interesting people I meet about cool stories that they have experienced in their life. Today, I have Adia Angelone. Hello. <laughs> I actually met Adia this weekend. We did a purge-themed photo shoot for funsies. Where were we at? What hospital was that? Um, a very illegal one. Yeah. So apparently we were trespassing. Glendale. Yeah, it was Glendale, Glendale, which was an old tuberculosis hospital that is now abandoned and you can't go there. It's trespassing, but they can't tear it down because the buildings are filled with asbestos and apparently, you know, children and cancer. And it's falling apart. And, and it's super yeah, dangerous. Super dangerous. But we were there. It was very, very fun, but we're outside doing these picks and the cops drive by and say, sorry to ruin your photo shoot. And they made us walk back by their cars. And my favorite part about that is I'm just a goober. I had a real machete because my husband likes to col collect them. And he's like, well, you could take mine. So I had a real machete that was like covered in fake blood and I'm carrying it as I'm walking out to my car. And the cops look at me like, drop your weapon, you friggin' idiot. <laughs> So the guy takes my, essentially confiscates my weapon. So my husband was a little bit peeved at me that I lost like a souvenir machete that he got from like the Dominican Republic or whatever it is. But, you know, sometimes you got to do these things for the bit. So, you know, we didn't get tickets. It was, it was awesome. The pictures came out amazing. We didn't get arrested. So it was, it was a cool experience we could talk about. But like for real, definitely like not, not cool. Yeah. It, <laughs> no, cool. Getting stopped by the cops while you're wearing lingerie covered in blood. Is I mean, always I was a... nude. I had, they, she told me not to wear slips. I was nude. Yeah. I was nude. Yeah. There is, there is nips as far as the eye could see. Anyways, the reason uh, Adia is here today is Adia has a whole lot of cool stories, but the coolest one that I think she has is her experience stalking Jillian Anderson. So... Here's what we're going to do. Why don't you give a brief intro of who you are, where you come from, and how you wound up stalking Jillian Anderson. All right. Well, everyone, you better know who Jillian Anderson is. I hope you know who she is. Um, X-Files, Scully, Ooh. Dana Scully. I always loved her. Sexy, blonde, or redhead, but she's blonde now. But she's I think she's naturally blonde, isn't she? 
You know what? That's a good question. That's yeah, a great. It's you, nobody you know, cares. I I used to know, but um, you know, after this experience, I kind of didn't like her anymore. But anyway, I really, 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 really liked her. But um, this was when I was eighteen. I'm thirty four years old now. Um, I'm a cool mom. I have. A She's very cool. Five year old daughter and a five month year old son, and um, I just met her at the the um photo shoot and we just clicked or whatever. But yeah, this. This Jillian Anderson story. Uh, I loved her. Like, I was in love with her. My mom just passed away, so she couldn't get mad at me for gay stuff because she didn't like gay stuff. So I was like, this is awesome. Like, now I can experience <laughs> gay my, gay, my gay self and, like, you know, just be myself and yeah. not have my mom, like, beat me for it. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, loved her to death. So I just started stalking all her socials, all her medias, and I wrote her on Facebook because this was back when um, celebrities didn't really worry that much. Do you remember what year this was? Um, Well, I'm 34. This was when I was 18. I graduated in 2005. It was a couple years after that. 17 years ago? 2008. Okay. 2008 would be precisely around the time. Okay. Okay. So it was back when celebrities weren't as concerned about fans. So, like, I got away with a lot of shit that now you would never get away with. You'd probably get tased. You'd probably get, like, arrested for a long time, fined, all kinds of stuff. I got away with a lot of shit. But I like how you're like, I got away with a lot of stuff that you would 100% get arrested for today. Because I really would. I really would. All right. So you're 18 years old, in love with Jillian Anderson. Your mom just passed. Yes. And I want to meet her really bad. So I, I wrote her on Facebook. Um, I also have, like, some mental illnesses. I wasn't treated for them at the time. So I was very manic, very manic. So instead of just saying, hey, I'm a huge fan, you're awesome actress, I said, I'm in love with you. I want to fuck you. We're meant to be together. Basically a very vulgar, honest, I guess, creepy message to her. And I didn't think she'd write back, but she did. And um, she said... I'm actually surprised she didn't just ignore it. Me too. Me too. But I was excited because when I saw her name come through, I was like, oh my God, she loves me too. Because that's how crazy I was. She, as soon as I saw like warning like in the um, subject, I was like, this isn't going to be good. And then it said, you are not... It was like a order basically saying you are not allowed to contact Jillian Anderson ever again. <laughs> From Through Jillian letters, Anderson? Letters, gifts, um, go to her events, tweet her, anything. Just because you sent her a message just that says, I want to fuck you. Just, I know, and she should be flattered. So, ew, I'm so mad about it. So, they said that, and I was like, I got mad. Because at that time, I was, like, young. I was, like, early 20s. I had an attitude, and I was like, okay, you want to fuck with me? Okay, okay. So, I said, I'm going for your daughter. So I wrote her daughter, and I started writing her, and I was like, you know, you and I could get together because you're like her mom because, you know, you're like a young Jillian Anderson. And uh, she didn't write me back, but the Jillian Anderson wrote me back on her account, and uh, she basically warned me one more time <laughs> not to contact her or anybody related to her or anyone she speaks to. And then I got another email from, like, the government saying that I was on the blacklist or whatever, and I wasn't allowed to see her for, like, 10 years or whatever. So guess what I did? I waited 10 fucking years. (laughs) 
Okay. Got married to my husband. Didn't tell him the whole story because I knew he wouldn't be down for this because he would be like, we're going to get arrested. That's crazy. You're not doing that. But I didn't tell him. I just basically told him I was obsessed with her and all that. So, we, so she was going to do Broadway in New York City. And it was a streetcar named Desire. And I was like, oh, I want to see her. And this was when I was pregnant with my daughter, so it was five years ago. Um, I took my husband to New York City, and we saw her live at the play. How was the show? It was a great show. It was amazing. The only thing it was is it was really long, and I was pregnant, and the seats were uncomfortable, so my ass hurt really, really bad. Yeah, I've been there. But she was, like, in touching vi- distance, like, this far away from me. So, like, it was worth it. So I'm, like, in But your awe. husband had no idea. No. Okay. He saw how, like, he kept saying making comments because he doesn't like that like I like girls or whatever so he kept going like stop being gay stop being gay or like and I was like but she's so hot like I can't stop staring at her like so I kept looking at her or whatever and I was just like I uh, just couldn't believe how beautiful she was in person also very small very small tiny tiny lady tiny lady T- definitely I definitely could do things to her <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like a lot of Hollywood celebrities are smaller than you they think are. they are they're they like are. little bite-sized people and then you find out later because i read her biography um for x-files a lot of scenes she had to stand up on a box to be up next to Mulder. well because he's over six feet mm-hmm because she's short okay so you guys are at the play yeah we're at the play so i meet her and then i find out she's doing autographs after so i'm like counted on my fingers the years and i looked at him and i was like okay it's been 12 years surely she ain't going to remember me by now. She's not going to remember me. So yeah, I'm, like, I'm sure a lot of people message her. Exactly. Yeah. And fans love her. So, and you know how many conventions she's gone to and so many things? Like, how could she possibly remember me? Right. And I'm a triplet. So, I, I mean, I actually have duplicates of me. So, I'm like, I'm getting <laughs> away with this. This is going to happen. And I, I wear weaves. I wear wigs. Like, so I never have the same hair. I really strongly believe she would not recognize me. Hard. So I'm in line to get my autograph. I'm super pumped about it. I'm excited. I'm talking to my husband. I'm like, this is it. This is it. This was, this was my dream. My dream was to meet Julian Anderson. It's actually fucking happening. Like, cause I don't want to be like a lame dream, but that was my fucking dream. No, I, I get it. So I'm like, this is happening. And he's like, well, I'm going to get an autograph too. So he's in line with me. I'm like, I'm going first, obviously. Well, there's a person in front of me. I'm waiting for them, patiently, patiently waiting. Were you getting nervous at this point? No, but when she, um, she looked at me, when she looked at me, that's when I wanted to die. The look on her face was like shock and like a lot of mixture of emotions. Like, I don't even so she, know. you knew it. Like, like, she knew who I was, and I knew she knew. Like, we both knew. And I was, at that point, was waiting for, like, the guards to grab me. Because she, like, gave me this look, like, and I was like, oh, shit. So Kyle's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? That's my husband or whatever. And I was like, she saw me. She saw me. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, I used to stalk her a long time ago. She recognized me. He's like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I'm like... It ain't good, babe. It ain't good. It just ain't good. I was like, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. Or whatever. She won't say nothing to me. Like, it's my turn to get my autograph. And she doesn't even look at me. (laughs) I'm invisible. Like, literally invisible. Like, she went like, like, I'm here. And I come. And she's like this. And then... 
like that. So and I she wasn't up. doing that to everybody. No, because my husband's next. I get up and walk away. My husband's next. She goes, hey, what's your name? Would you like me to write anything specific down? I'm standing right over here watching it, and I'm just like, I fucking hate you. Like, I hate you. Did you say like, that? Like, yeah, I'm mouthing it. I said, I fucking hate you. And after we left there, he was laughing about it, and he's like, she fucking hates you. I was like, you know what? I don't even care. I was like, because the whole thing is once you meet them, the hype's gone anyway. So, like, I don't even like her anymore anyway. But she's a fucking cunt. Like, so whatever. But, like, what a fucking bitch. So, like, <gasps> I want to know what messages you sent to her that scared her 12 years later. And do you know who Zena is? Lucy Lawless? Yeah. I love her, too. I tweeted her, and I was like, it's my dream to meet you. And she's like, get another dream, honey. Oh, yeah. You were telling me that's a lot of celebrities Rude. are jerks. So let's let's go through that rundown. Tell me about some more celebrity interactions you celebrities have had. Celebrities are just mean. They're fucking mean. And then Angie Harmon, I loved Angie Harmon so much. So she went to um, New York City. So me, my triplet sister, and my triplet brother went to New York City to meet Angie Harmon. We got a picture of her. I have a picture. You could see it on my socials. It's real. My face is touching her face. Like, we're touching, okay? <laughs> we used, I used to watch Brazilian Isle. So, I mean, I get starstruck. I get, like, in love. So I was in love with her. My sister was dating this woman at the time, and she told me to write this mean tweet to her. And I don't know why I did it. Like, I just did what she told me to. So I wrote this really mean, mean, mean tweet to her. And she, Angie Harmon. Yeah. Yeah. After I met her and, um, I heard her feelings and then she just, did she remember who you were? Yeah. Cause she called me, we were her twangels cause we were like, um, the Rizzoli and triplet angels. Oh. So she called us, her, us, her, her twangels. What was your mean tweet? No, I was, no, I don't even want to go over it, man. Like, no, the, no, no. I, we got it out. We got no, another mean this, tweet. No, it's because this, my sister's girlfriend was like, Tell her she's inappropriate with young kids and stuff like that. And <laughs> oh, my no, God. I, I accuse her of shit she didn't even do. Like, it's just, like, serious Were shit. you high and or drunk? We were, we were high. Okay, okay. We were high. That we were makes sense. We were smoking weed. We were smoking weed. We were smoking weed and talking shit. And she I'll be honest. She should have done it on her own account. I'll be honest with – yeah, she probably should have. But I'll be honest. I find that when I am high that I, I write very well. Like, sometimes I've written stuff high and I'm like – Damn, maybe I should just be high all the time. You're more open and bold. Actually, I'll tell you guys, this is like a really quick story about my past week, but I had just had one of those stressful weeks. And so I have a medical marijuana card. Um, When I got it, the doctor asked me, you know, what's my condition? I said, I have anxiety about not being able to find weed. Um, Which was like, he laughed and that was funny. It's really easy to get a card in Maryland if anybody's wondering. But anyways, so... I decided to take the like upper, right? Cause now I know my strains and stuff. So the I took sativa. the sativa. So I took the sativa during the day, which I never do. And I have never had a more productive work day. I clean my whole house. I got a bunch Thank of you. stuff done. Thank I won't you. do it often, right? Because it's I just like- I advocate for, for um, plants over p- pills. Yeah, I, I totally feel that, feel that way too. Okay, so Angie Harmon. So yeah, Angie Harmon. So she doesn't like me anymore. And I understand I said mean things to her. And I did it because someone bullied me into doing it. And I'm such a pussy for being bullied into doing something that I shouldn't have done. But what I recently found out, a celebrity who doesn't like me, which I've, who I've never met before. 
I love that you have celebrities that don't like you. I know. It's retarded. And I'm going to be famous soon, so it's like, I'm going to see you eventually. <laughs> like, we're going to talk. I'm not going to be scared to be like, bitch, I know you. What's, what's your problem? Like, I'm going to say it. So it's like, it's going to happen. So let them be that way. But um, Jane Lynch, I wanted to ask her fucking real advice on acting because my character that I play for a podcast, which is coming out soon, it's called Bounty Hunters, my character plays a sarcastic, annoyed character. And I immediately thought Jane Lynch. And I love her, like, That's voice. my baseline personality, actually, sarcastic and annoyed. Right, and I really liked the, like her voice and stuff. And I'm like, you know what? She's done voiceover because she's in Wreck-It Ralph and stuff. I was like... I'm doing voiceover right now. I'm going to ask her advice. And it says online, Jane Lynch has a website. You can ask her anything. She is open to fans. So I was like, wonderful. So it leads me to Twitter. And I have Twitter. I've had Twitter since 2009. Went on there. Jane Lynch has you blocked. Jane Lynch has blocked you from all tweets. I've never even met Jane Lynch. What the Wait a minute, wait a minute. Possibly ha, had done. you ever, t- did you tweet at her before then? Never, not ever. And if I did, it would always have been positive. So my thinking is it's either Jillian Anderson, <laughs> Angie Harmon, or what was the other bitch? Lucy Law. Well, Lucy Law just said, get another dream, which is rude. <laughs> what was fucking rude? But like either the Angie Harmon thing. Or the Jillian Anderson. One of you bitches made Jane Lynch not like me, which is so unfair because you should let them meet me first and make their own opinion of me first and then go from there. But for me, Jane Lynch not to know me and have me blocked, you have millions of people and and nobody like me got me blocked. You know what? Okay. Okay. It's so stupid. It really is. I hope she finds my video because I put it on TikTok. I want her to find it. About her blocking you? Yeah, I want to know why. Tell a bitch why. Like, let me defend myself, at least. <laughs> if I did something wrong, I want to know. And then I could say, yeah, I did that. Or no, I didn't. So what if she comes back and be like, my best friend's Jillian Anderson? Then I could say, okay, valid. <laughs> I went after her daughter when she was underage. Valid. I would be she pissed She was underage. Valid. <laughs> yeah. And I got to date Jillian Anderson's daughter's girlfriend because I didn't stop from there because it really pissed me off that she did that. So, and then, and then when I talk to the daughter, you're telling me I can't talk to the daughter. So I was like, fine, I'll talk to the daughter's ex-girlfriend. The daughter's ex-girlfriend fell in love with me. She moved all the way to America from London to be with me. I pen paled her for a whole year. We were in a relationship for three years, okay? She oh, came, you dated her? Yes. She came to America twice. It was my turn to go to, it was my turn to go to London. The whole purpose was me to go to London to meet Jillian Anderson. That was the whole goal. I dated her just for that. She caught, she figured it out. She figured it out. And the whole time I was living like two lives because I had a boyfriend at the time. So I had to juggle a boyfriend and a freaking girlfriend the same fucking time in the same fucking state because she freaking came here. So like for a good month, I had to keep making excuses why I couldn't wait a minute, wait a boyfriend. Wait a minute, follow up, follow up question. So were you dating this woman for three years so i can meet jane anderson yes oh my god because she was still friends with the family so okay at this at this point in time though i know you had mentioned that you had um you know mental ill like illnesses mm-hmm. plural but they were undiagnosed at this at point, that point at yeah that so point. i was very manic yeah so you're manic at what point did you realize dude i'm um i need some help um i was um i was actually driving i was living in florida 
after I met my husband, and I was driving on the wrong side of the road on purpose for the thrill. And then I was like, maybe I shouldn't be doing that. So I went and talked to my therapist about it. And instead of my therapist, you know, like... Your therapist didn't diagnose you... She did. She diagnosed me bipolar, but she also Baker acted me. Instead of, like, what's helping... The, what's Baker acting? Baker acting is when someone is a danger to themselves or others, we have to put them in a facility against their will. So your therapist wanted to... She betrayed me. She wanted to commit you? She betrayed me. She had cops and people set up at the office. So when I showed up, that they would grab me and take me to a fucking facility for five months after I had my daughter, right before Christmas, or not five months, five days, like right before Christmas after I had my daughter. Instead of helping me and being like, oh, you have bipolar, let me treat you for that. So oh, you had let me let me uh, set your ass up and be like, come see me, come see you, to come to the therapy appointment. And I come, and all of a sudden, you got people grabbing me by my arms and taking me somewhere. Are you fucking joking me? Wait, so you were you had just had your daughter, and you were, so it was like within five days you were driving on the wrong side of the road for yeah. the thrill. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah, because well, your your mental illness with your hormone drops. So that you I had, get you just, like I totally get. Yeah, I'm a threat to myself or others because if my child had been in the car, yes, she would have been in danger. So I got that. Like I come completely she understood that. But no, but she, sh- but my therapist should have talked to me about like. Like, yeah. like, hey, that's not good. Let's get you on the correct medication. Not set me up and get me committed. Did she, did she think you had postpartum psychosis? Who the fuck knows what she thought I, I had? I shouldn't tell you. But I told her off real bad when I got out, and I dropped her as a therapist. Yeah, 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 you definitely would. But I'm guessing while you were, you were in there for five months? No, 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 I didn't mean to say five months. Five days. Oh, five days. But technically, legally, they're only supposed to hold you for two days. But because I had a record of being violent with my husband... They put me on the violent side of the hospital, and they hold you longer, which is the stupidest thing ever because I uh, didn't do anything. Back out. Tell me. <laughs> okay. So you're still with the same same guy, right? Yeah. You, okay. I slapped him. Did he call the cops? Like, he's oh, a little. He's, he did. Okay. He did. He did. He did. So that was on, like, record. Gotcha. So did he know that you were getting committed? Because I'm sure that he did, wouldn't. I had to call him, and I was like, um, you're not going to like this. Because, like, he had to stop working and take care of the kids because I wasn't able to do so. But I was like. Um, and it was just your daughter at, the, at this point, right? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> I was like, basically. Um, were you, you breastfeeding to- at that point, or you just couldn't? I never breastfed because I'm on a lot of medications. I never did I never wanted I didn't to. want to. And also because I didn't want to. But I didn't like being questioned why I didn't want to. So I really liked yeah. the medication excuse. I got questioned a, uh, a lot about it too. And I was just, I just said I, I, I said it's chose my, not to. I said it's my sexual organs. And like literally though, when people do stuff with my boobs, I think sexually th- sexual things. So I can't even imagine trying to decipher that and try to be like, okay, now my baby's going to suck on my tit. I couldn't do that. And no one got that, so I just started saying, you know what? I'm on meds. I'm on meds. <laughs> but that's my truth about it, though. Yeah. Because you can't. If, if someone sucks your tit, I'm sorry. I get horny. So it's like, oh, how, my God. how are you supposed to tell your body not to react if it's a baby? I don't even want to try it. I don't even want to fucking try it. I have two kids, and I won't try it. I'm not against people breastfeed. My best friend breastfeeds. You could breastfeed all fucking day. Don't ask me to breastfeed. A baby's not putting their mouth on my breast. That's a sexual organ for me. I understand. 
my, when people ask me, my response was, I wasn't breastfed and I'm mostly okay. <laughs> I don't know if I was. I hope to God I wasn't breastfed. That makes me sick to my stomach to think I sucked on my mom's breast. <laughs> that makes me fucking sick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And that's such an unpopular opinion. I have a lot of unpopular opinions, but that's one of the biggest ones is my not wanting to breastfeed and the fact that I opted for a C-section twice because I wanted to. I don't want a baby coming out of my vagina. I don't want to rip. If, if I could just be numbed and you take it out, then that's what we're doing. They're like, well, you don't have a medical reason. Well, I don't give a shit. And they were, and they were like, because of the law... We can't do anything about it, but we were trying to bully you into doing it. Because they were saying shitty things like, oh, you're going to die on the table and all kinds of stuff. I'm like, bitch, I'm not going to die on the table. People have C-sections. I'm having a fucking C-section. Get over it. Love it. Love it. Um, Just to throw this out there for anybody listening is that I'm very pro-breastfeeding, even though I didn't choose to do so myself. Me too. But totally support whatever whatever a woman does with her body is her right nobody can tell you how you should i feel the same way i feel the same way just don't judge me on my decisions yeah for sure judge me on mine yeah Eh, i don't even care about being judged anymore it's kind of like exhausting right you just don't associate with those people yeah right those aren't the type of people that are at your level anyway all right well this has been very interesting right (laughs) Adia, is there anything you would like to promote as we wrap up here? How can people find you? Where Ugh. can they follow you? I have a lot of social medias. Um, on Facebook, I'm just Adia Therian, believe it or not, because that's my husband's last name. But Facebook's not really where you want to find me at. You want to be on my uh, TikTok. Not a carbon copy. Yeah, that's a really cool name. How about Insta? And then Instagram, Thigh Gap Queen. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. 2009, guys. We're talking about 2009. <laughs> Um, Wait, it's just Thigh Gap, gap Queen or is it Thigh Gap Queen 2009? No, it's Thigh Gap Queen. Okay. I've always been the Thigh Gap Queen. In fact, it's on my Twitter too. I own that name. I kind of changed it on TikTok because I didn't want people to call me shallow because of it. But it is a part of me. It's who I am. I can't seem to gain weight. So it's I, get, I have a thigh gap. So it's like, whatever. <laughs> That's my thing. <laughs> That is not a problem that I have. If you'd like to follow me, you can find me on Instagram, my personal noshing, like rocking the suburbs, but noshing the suburbs. You can also find Six Cool Moms at Six Cool Moms with two X's on Instagram, on Facebook at Six Cool Moms or www.sixcoolmoms.com. If you'd like to be a guest on this show and you think you have an interesting story to tell, email Jenna at sixcoolmoms.com. I appreciate you tuning in and listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.